1: Hello and welcome back to Mums the Word, the parenting podcast. I'm Kat Shub and I'm going to be covering for Ashley while she's on maternity leave after the birth of a beautiful little girl. Now this week we have the wonderful Shanice and Brenda from Orbe. Hello ladies. Hi. It is a pleasure to have you here. How are you doing?
3: Good. Hungry, but... (laughs) Hungry?
1: No, we didn't get any snacks in for them. That's the first rule of parenting. (laughs) Get the snacks in. Uh, Now you ladies are on a mission, aren't you? For women to feel seen, heard, valued, empowered, and share their truths. All things that are music to my ears. We should start by, I mean, give us an overview of what Orbit's all about, and then we'll get into how you met and what you guys do. Where did this idea come from?
3: Oh, well, (laughs) being a first time mum, when I was asking people questions about what to expect from motherhood, I was given a very different version of like what I experienced. Everyone lied. Yes, what every, every happens. single person. <laughs> Everyone lied. Every single person. I've gone back person. to all those
1: mum friends and I've gone, you are, are, are lying. <laughs> you, you should have said you should have said something.
3: <laughs> so like, I was like, I was, it was a shock, like, I was just like, this is not all sold to me. This is not what I expected. There's no way I'm the only one feeling this way. No. And so- What was the biggest shock? What was the one moment? Was there uh, a moment where you went, okay, whoa whoa, 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 Yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird one. I don't know where you're gonna go with this. <laughs> it was, okay, so I, someone told me that like breast milk, like the milk only comes out when you feed. Right. And I, I find out that that what, didn't happen. The, oh, what about leaking and like, No, didn't know. so just like, um, we were doing the do and like it just oh, squirted right, it got everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoa, hold on a second. This I isn't, thought. this isn't what I And you didn't rubbing. end it with, ta-da. And I was just, like, it was like a movie because it just was projectile wow. squirted. I'm like, he's like, I'm like, it was just a shock. <laughs> sort of, like, and I was like, I don't know how to turn it off. Like I just oh switch. It, You're like, like oh, no. I switch it <laughs> I Oh my god, I just I don't know what to do. And then I had to turn it off. And we we'll just we just waited until the last drop and I said, yeah, people lie to me. Yeah. And that was when I was like, okay, if that's been the lie, like what else have people <laughs> lied to me about? And it was just like, it was little things where it was like, um, obviously when the baby comes and like I was expecting to cry because I saw like one born every minute. I was just so exhausted and hungry. Right. Like I didn't realize that like other things would be happening. Right, yes. Um, same with like just the autopilot, like no one really explained that to me. So once they placed her on my chest, it was like, okay, she's yours. And it was just this like, whoa. Yeah. Who told you I'm ready? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know all Absolutely. To do. Like there was just so many like different tiny moments where it's like, no one's spoken about this. And then being the first time I'm in the pandemic. Um, trying to meet other moms. So lockdown happened in March, my daughter was born in January. I was trying to meet other moms like in the, the baby classes that I was going to. And every time I would ask like a new mom, oh my God, how is it? And she's like, yeah, it's going really well. I'm like,
0: why? Why That's are you lying to me? Like,
3: <laughs> just tell me the truth. Blink twice. Yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. in danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and so I just started going on like Twitter, just talking about my experience, um, some of the mum guilt that I was like feeling and not understanding why I was feeling it, um, the pressure I was getting from family like breastfeeding, bottle feeding, uh, just everything was kind of coming at me. And there wasn't like, no one told me just how different life would be. And just how instant my identity would change as well. Oh, it's wiped away. And there's been so many things
1: that I have grieved. Holidays, Mm. the first holiday we went on, I sobbed for like about three days because I'd forgotten to say goodbye to the old holidays we went on. Mm. And I'd forgotten to grieve, like just, uh, all the things i knew before yeah. i didn't realize how much of a monumental change it was going to be yeah. but then i don't know would i have would i have believed it if someone had told me that i don't know i don't know how it would have got through
3: to me see that's kind of like how i was feeling cuz i was like oh man I, people probably didn't tell me to like to not scare me off but then it it started to frustrate me because I was noticing, actually, this is like a theme with everything to do with womanhood. Mm. People don't really talk about what periods look like. So then they don't talk about what different symptoms are normal and what's not normal. So you end up finding out things that no one's talking about menopause. Like we just end up, Finding out this when like you actually
4: experiencing, yeah. yeah, and it's
3: such an isolating thing that seems to happen to almost all of us. Um, and motherhood, I was like, there's just no way no one's talking about how difficult this is, yeah, and just how much of a sacrifice you're making, not just like for your lifetime, but on a daily basis yeah. from decisions you're, you're making on like whether you can call your friend or you can't because now the baby's screaming yes. to can I have a shower for 15 minutes or five minutes? Yes. Can I be in the bathroom on my own feeling bad about shutting the door and like the, the bathroom was my sanctuary. I'm yes. just, I'm in the toilet. I don't want anyone to disturb me. Yes. But like there was so many different things. And so when I started talking about it online and um, especially during the pandemic and loads of women were like, oh my God, I'm feeling the same way. I was like, oh, this feels good. It feels good that like, we're able to talk so openly about Mm. it. And I think the more stories we started to hear, it was just like, we've done such a disservice to ourselves. Like I would have believed it if everyone was telling me the same thing. I would have believed it if I could, if I had the opportunity to hear all the different stories and, just interpret that and say, okay, this might happen. This might not, but if it does, it's totally normal.
1: Yeah. And here's the tools to deal with it. Yeah, This is what happened. This is how someone dealt with it. This
3: is how another person dealt with
1: it. Yeah. There was, there's so many, I feel like as well, I mean, we're lucky that we live in an age where we can go and look online and look Mm. things up. I don't know how mums did it before. I'm constantly saying to my own mother, what did you do? do like without Mm. this how did you do it how did you get through because you're right nothing gets talked about and you find out when you're in the moment and then obviously sometimes it's a little bit too late because you're Mm. already going through it and you're like I wish I'd handled that a little bit differently Mm. yeah so you guys offer a service where there's a place where people can go and find out information is that right tell us a little bit more about yeah so
3: it it started off as like um just tweets and then it ended up being like story-based tweets because like I didn't want to keep sharing just what I was going for. I wanted to hear other people's stuff. Mm. So um, like one of our most viral ones was like, how did your parents react when they found out that you were pregnant? And we got like thousands of people just saying, oh, my mom was at church and she just never left church. And was <laughs> 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 staying there all night. It was hilarious. It was, it was so funny. So many different stories. I'm like, oh my God, this is insane. Mm. And then it was like, how did your parent react? And there were some beautiful stories or some shocking ones. And we just kept having like these, a theme based tweets where people just kept coming to share their stories because there wasn't really a place to do that, and then that went from it being online to um, when Clubhouse was like I guess a thing and popping. Us doing like live audio sessions before Clubhouse was really about like I guess professionals sharing expertise. Mm-hmm. It was a, a better way of networking than like LinkedIn at the time. Um, but I was like, no, let's bring the human element to it. Let's talk about motherhood like openly. Um, and at that time there was a lot going on about uh, black women being five times more likely to die during childbirth. Yeah,
1: this was such a shocking because that, yeah. that fact
3: came out just as I was
1: going into hospital as well. And it's hard enough as it is without things being against you as well mm. that, that are n- of the no fault of your own. And it's just, I can't imagine how, th- how black women must've felt hearing that as well, but finally being acknowledged that that is happening.
3: Definitely. And so we did a room about that and there was over a thousand women in there who just all wanted to share their story and to be heard and to have a community of people who weren't looking to judge them, but were just looking to hold them in that Mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. And what we found was like through all our conversations, that's what was like the most powerful part of it. it. It wasn't, I feel like sometimes like, motherhood feels like a competition, especially online. Is my kid crawling the same time your kid is crawling? Uh, Am I doing this the same way you're doing this? Am I always happy? Like what's going on? But with these conversations, it was just the opportunity to be vulnerable, to be real, to take that cape off and to just say, look, I'm struggling or I'm I'm alone or Mm -hmm. I don't have friends. I don't know how to navigate that. And there are other women that are saying, do you know what, I'm facing the same thing. And that's kind of how our community was built. And then off the back of that, we've just been doing like workshops and events to, yeah, kind of bring to light all the different things that we are facing and giving people the tools to be able to navigate them properly. Yeah, Because we shouldn't have to be going through things alone. No, it
1: surprised me. The loneliness thing surprised me as well, because I thought to myself going in, I was like, I got loads of mates, this is fine. And then like, but it's, your mates didn't understand. And actually there's times when I never knew the nap thing was going to be such a big deal. Ooh. I didn't know yeah. how much that would ruin my day
2: every day, every
1: day, whether he has nap, whether he hasn't, whether he's had long enough or, uh, you know, the right atmosphere. And, yeah. you know, you find yourself in the beginning as well, don't you? Like, I remember a babysitter came to look after him and I went, yeah, all you have to do is you tap him on the tummy three times. You'd call out backwards, you generally. like you make know, these noises. And you're like, oh, this is insane. Like, he's just going what to sleep. Yeah, yeah. And then you close the door and you don't let it click. And then like, you, know, you wait outside for 10 minutes and like the the madness of all of that. But if I want him, I, it still happens now and I haven't conquered it, but the, the nap thing, if I want to have a good day and if I, he needs to have a good day, if we're gonna have a good afternoon, I have to get that nap in. So sometimes I'm tied to the house because he won't now sleep in the pram. And so the loneliness of that is unless someone can come and see you and comfort, which a lot of my friends, and I've been more honest about this with them recently and just saying, would you come to me? And I've not minded asking saying, could you come to me? It's a little bit further. I know we can't just meet in town. And some friends have understood, some friends haven't. and. In the beginning, I felt all like, oh no, it's okay, I'll come into town. It's absolutely fine. Mm. And then he, we've both had a shit day because of it. Yeah, like yeah. he's in a mess, I'm in a mess. No one's having fun. <laughs> like,
4: <laughs> I think it's that need to like, you know, when you have a child and it's like, you don't want to feel like everything's changed. No, I'm still the same. Yeah, I can still yeah. do this. Okay, wait, I can I'm still do town, that. It's fine. And, and meanwhile, we're, it's disaster. And yeah. I think that's why it's so important that conversations are had to be like, actually, yeah. no, it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to ask for help. And I feel like asking for help, that is where I think like a lot of women or we struggle because we want to seem like we've got everything together and that you know everything's fine I'm smashing motherhood when actually that's not the case you're gonna have great days but you're also gonna have really bad days and on those bad days you need to lean on the community and the village that you have like it's I know everyone talks about village and village and Mm -hmm. village but genuinely it's so important because they are the people that you know when you're feeling lonely or when you're having those bad days mm. that you'll be able to lean on them and they'll be able to lift you up and pick you back up like my I always um post when I'm having bad days on yeah. my story yeah. just so that the women who do follow me that are mothers can see that and all the time they're always the ones when I'm questioning oh should I post this am I being a bit too vulnerable mm. they're always the ones you that get people get the most are like, responses yeah. don't like, thank you oh my gosh this yeah. is me I'm having a day like this Need or things. they'll be quick to be like oh you've got this whether it's them resonating being like you know what I'm having a day like this too or or <laughs> Oh my gosh! You've got this. Tomorrow we go again,
1: and it's that's what is needed. It's like you're, um, you know, filling up your battery again when the, yeah. all the when people are coming and going. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You're like okay, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's really needed. It's bizarre that this hasn't been there before. It's taken. I mean, it took a lockdown, I guess, for you guys to get together. How did you meet? How did you guys meet? So,
3: Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. <laughs>
1: Who slid into whose DMs? Well, <laughs> I think you slid into mine. Sure,
3: I did. sure. But then I called you, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was so we. It was, it was just like yeah, at the time, um, Orbit wasn't Orbit. Orbit was it was like a it was a skincare brand um, because like a lot of the mum guilt I felt was actually due to. My daughter having eczema. By the time I had no idea that she had eczema, I thought it was baby acne. So I was like, I spent so much money on different products. And because I was exclusively breastfeeding, I was also blaming myself. Like, oh, maybe it's because I had Coca-Cola that one time. Oh or no. Maybe yeah, it's because of course. this. So I just started yeah. cutting loads of stuff out of my diet and trying to be super strict and drinking loads of water, but then it's getting worse. So I'm like, okay, I saw something on YouTube. They said liquid gold, I should put it on her skin, and then that made it worse. So I'm like oh my God, this is not liquid gold, what's yeah. going on? I just felt so bad. Um, So I just, I started tweeting about it. At first it was more like, okay, maybe there are other moms that are feeling this way. Cause I finally found something that works, something that I made myself. So I was like, oh, okay, I want to put that out there. But it was, I, the the product was more of like a topical solution to like the underbelly and the, the problem that I was facing as mm-hmm. a mom, which was just a judgment. Like I felt judged cause she was six weeks old and, she went from having like this perfect skin to all of a sudden she's broken out in this sore rash. And I don't want people looking at me thinking I've done something yeah. wrong. Cause or I'm like a- you've neglected it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because
1: mums don't know. That's the other thing. Like when you see a baby or you see a mum with a baby, you don't feel that. But why do you mm. think we put so much- why are we so quick to? ourselves? Where does that come from? Why is it, you know, there's a skin condition and suddenly you're like, well, it's definitely something I did this morning. Yeah, It's not, you wouldn't see anyone else and think that, would yeah. you? Like As Do you know get what? older. I
3: feel like it's like, there is this expectation, I think for mums, not so much dads, to just know everything the yeah. minute the child is born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I made it clear to my family, I do not know this person. <laughs> she <laughs> is a stranger to me. <laughs> I don't know her, she Bond don't know no me. My own well. she's <laughs> there, right. but, like I have no clue about who she is. I'm getting to know her the same way she's getting to know me. So don't ask me what this crime means. I don't know. Yeah. We will figure that out. Yeah. Don't ask me, you know, is she hungry right now? I don't know. I'll put my boob in her mouth and if she wants it, she wants it. I just don't know. I don't know who she is. (laughs) And she doesn't know who I am. And we're just, we're learning each other, but there is this expectation to just instinctively know every single tiny little thing that they need at a moment's notice. And for me, it was like, I don't even know how to fix this. So how am I being a good mom? And there was just so much pressure that I was Mm. putting on myself. and it, it, like, my partner wasn't understanding because at the time it was like, oh, maybe it's acne. Then we finally got to a doctor who said, oh no, it's eczema. So I was like, okay, this is your fault because it's hereditary. I don't have I was eight weeks of feeling really bad. This is you. Wait, you. <laughs> <were wrong. laughs> like, you sort this out. You, you, know, you look into different products. Um, but just being able to talk <laughs> about it. And then I thought like, okay, because of the amount of women that keep coming and keep uh, sharing their stories, like, this is so much bigger than, like, skincare. I don't even want to focus on that. I want to focus on the community, but I don't want to do it alone. And so I just put out a tweet saying, does anybody want to basically do this with me? And she was like, yeah, I want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and so we spoke on the phone and it was just so eerie, like, First of all, we were talking like we knew each other for ages. Um, then like our due date was a day apart. Our kids are like a couple days apart. Um, we were having like the similar experiences of like motherhood. I'm like, oh my God, this shit You were drawn be to each other. Friend? Yeah. Because
1: yeah. you were in the same place at the same time going through same life experiences. Yeah. It's incredible when stuff like that happens. I know. And it's so funny because I remember seeing the tweet and I'd scrolled
4: past it because she was looking for like a co-founder. So I scrolled past it. I'm like, what can I do as a co-founder? Like that's not me. Scrolled past it and I said, mm, but I. Really Really love, like, I really loved, like, I'd loved the tweets that she was doing, yes. the engagement, and You're what like, she was I talking want to be part about. Of it. So, yeah, I just messaged her. I said, The worst she can say is no, I'm in no different position than I am now. So, I reached out and I was like, I'm so glad I did because this is so much bigger than us and what we're going through. I think it's just yeah. necessary for all women to have access to somewhere where they can feel validated in their experiences.
0: Here's a cool fact. life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com i mean early on i found sort of
1: six to nine months really hard and i remember i went to see a friend and also an, another thing, I've never regretted going to a group of and meeting up or getting mm. on an online class or something like that. There's been times where I've tried to talk myself out of it. Mm. And then I've got there and I'm like, thank God I did that. Why did I not think to do that? Because it's just seeing other people. But I remember about six to nine month mark, I was like, I'm not doing very well here. I don't really know what I'm doing. And I don't, I remember I went to see a friend and I kept cancelling on her. She made me meet her and I got there and I got in her garden. And I went, I should bet. She went, Are you okay? And I went, I'm oh, a shit mom. She <laughs> oh burst into tears. Oh and she was better. just, no, like, Honestly, I really no, thought that. okay. Like, it's okay. And I was just sobbing and I was like, I don't know why I'm a shit mom, but I'm a shit mom. And she was like, You're not a shit mom. And I was like, But I don't think I'm good at it. I don't think mm. I like it. And she was like, You don't have to like it right now. Like, there's and bits that you do that. like. And that's, I felt so guilty for not enjoying that bit mm. and now I love it and like but the, the, there are going to be times when it's shit yeah like it's extremely not, it's not easy it's not easy like at times it's horrible too yeah. and then you find yourself going god what I don't know who I am like yeah. I feel so lost in all of this but so having you know,
3: a- it's so normal because it's it is all consuming like it's not normal to have someone attached to you 24 seven and they can't even leave you to pee or poop <laughs> in peace. Like yeah. I just want my space. It's That's not I normal, <laughs> it's just not normal. Like some days, like I'm like, I just want to dash myself out the window just so I could be free for a good five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I hit the surface, I can be mum again. But like, it's just not normal for, for someone to constantly need something from you no. all the time. And then for you to not have an outlet to just want to pour into yourself and yeah. to, Feel like it's okay to be selfish. It's okay for me to go and get my nails done and not yeah, worry for twenty That's minutes weird, or whatever. And, and then constantly yeah. throughout
1: texting, going, "Is everything okay?" Yeah, Is everything all right? just 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 get your nails. And like the poems trying to do your nails and like, hang on, I just need, yeah. to, just need to send a pointless text. I won't be a minute. But I remember watching very early on as well. I remember watching um, uh, Squid Game mm. and um, like when he was having a nap, he wasn't in the room, obviously, uh, and um. You know, when the workers, did you see it? Yeah. When the workers go into the cells and they're locked in and the food's pushed through the gap. And I remember I went out loud. God, that looks fucking amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to be trapped
3: (laughs) in a room. Guy
1: that had been put in by gunpoint and trapped. I was like, God, that looks good. That looks so good right now. It's so amazing that people have a space then to go. And what's the topic that comes up most for you guys Um, on do you bit. know
3: what? There's so many different ones. Mm-hmm. Sex after having a baby is yes. that was a fun a big one. one. Yeah, yeah. It's fun.
1: when you can, when you should. Yeah. And cause the baby's in the room as well with you sleeping. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. You're like, is this okay? Is this mm-hmm. not okay? It's such a weird time, right. isn't it? it? Is.
3: <laughs> and like, but no one talks about like, the messiness of it, like just yeah. no one talks about it. Um, so that's usually a good one that comes up. Mum guilt is quite a big umbrella as well. because yeah. there's so
4: many different topics. Yeah, there's so that many fall, like, Literally, mm-hmm. there's yeah. so many different topics that fall under it. So I feel like mum guilt as an umbrella is a huge one, a very, very and big then, one.
3: I'd say another one that has been like really big is like birth plan disappointment mm. yes. and having to mourn that. Like I had to mourn not having a water birth, um, but, Oh no. my
1: God, I got a new bikini from ASOS. And he was, and I was like,
3: and then,
0: cause I got rushed oh in for God. C-section. They yeah. got the scissors
1: out and I was like, whoa, 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 this is a new bikini, new bikini, new bikini. Like, I still like in all the madness that was going on, was like really sad that I was gonna get cut out of my new bikini because no, I'd like got I get ready it. for it.
3: I get it, like literally. So I had emergency C-section as well. And like when he when they were doing like the epidural and stuff, and I mean, I was high on whatever drug they gave <laughs> me. But like, as soon as they were about to cut, I said, please, I have a very pretty vagina. Do not mess it
0: up. <laughs>
2: and
3: he was like, "It's, it's going to be this a bad boy He's <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah? He like, oh, "It will be the
3: bikini." Like I said, okay, it's not going to scar, is it? Oh, it might. I said, okay, but it's very pretty. So don't mess it up. <laughs> like I was like, "You're not like this. Child will not take my oh vagina my gosh, from that's me." Hilarious. Like for me, yeah, it yeah. was just the little things. It's like. I feel like it's, it's all the little things, but like birth plan disappointment. Um, birth what's trauma? the main thing? Yeah, the, oh yeah, birth well.
1: trauma. But the main thing with mums and the, uh, the the disappointment of the birth plan. What what are they saying that they they wish it had gone a different way? They wish they'd done something different. They'd wish they had listened to something. What 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 what's you know, coming up?
3: What comes up a lot is like self blame. Mm. So oh maybe if I didn't scream that loud, yeah, then they wouldn't have done a C-section or maybe if I handled the pain differently, then I would have got what I wanted or maybe if I held out long enough and- Yeah, birth that's it. Just, that's the one
1: that I, and yeah. I like if I'd done breathing, if I'd done some different breathing yeah. techniques, if I had remained calm, if I hadn't mm. panicked, if I hadn't if I had had an induction, would mm. that, would you know, if I just said, no, let's wait a little bit longer. It's all the stuff mm. that comes up and I blame myself so much for all yeah. of that. Is that
3: what mums are finding Definitely, hard? like I have like, so there's this one lady on YouTube that, if I find her, we are gonna fight. She <laughs> promised me <laughs> that I could just breathe what this baby this? out. <laughs> no, because she was like, you could just breathe the baby out. And I what a it stupid in, yeah. sentence. <laughs> it right it in my labor. I'm like, I am breathing yeah. and this baby is just not coming out. Yeah. Like, Why am I screaming then if I can breathe
2: this <laughs> thing
3: out? <laughs> I mean, but it is just this like, it's I don't know if it's like a, it's just an unfair expectation that like birthing an entire human being, like we as women have so much control over what that looks like. And we don't, Mm. like birth, we have zero control over anything that happens. Like you can have a straightforward pregnancy and something just goes wrong Mm. during labor and delivery. Like we have zero control over it, but we are made to believe that we have all the control that, that comes with birthing a child yeah. and uh, we don't. And that we're gonna know what to do, like yeah. you said. Like, where's this come
4: from? And you'd think like the longer that you are a mom that you know, mm. I'm smashing it now, I know what I'm doing, <laughs> but it's like each stage is a new stage. Like, yeah. I have a three-year-old now and it's like, hang on, she's crazy, Yeah, she's crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. like this is a whole new stage and I'm learning all new things. It's different to the newborn stage, it's different yeah. to when they're learning to walk and all these different stages, so it's like, I still don't know what the hell I'm doing. And in 10 years time, I probably still
3: won't know what I'm no. doing. But right, you shouldn't be expected to know what to no, do. No, exactly. you shouldn't. Where's it
1: come from? Like mm. I make so many mistakes and I think, oh God, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a good job you got away with that
3: one.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, like, you don't expect that you're going to do this, but it happens and so many people do. It's just, it's utterly bizarre. Um, it's been incredible to speak to you ladies. Thank you so much for coming in and being on the podcast today. Uh, where can everyone find you?
3: Uh, Become Orbit on Instagram. We're well, not really onto it like yeah, that anymore, but Instagram. We're still having a look, I man. Still there. Still there. But yeah, but Instagram's a the main one. Yeah. Um, and then I guess our website, which is just Um And then. On LinkedIn, I on LinkedIn that they is. Come okay. well. <laughs> they come all bit as so well. They come all bit, still there. Right, we've got a listener message. It comes from Kim on WhatsApp. For
1: those who want to get in touch, our WhatsApp number is 07599927537. So Kim says, I've just listened to your podcast on the maternal mental load and felt compelled to drop your message. This is to Ashley, of course. This is, um, uh, as a mum of two, one two-year-old and one four months. Ooh. <laughs> Do you hear that sharp intake of breath there? (laughs) Ha ha So Um, much of what you and Amy discussed resonated so much in terms of the mental load. And I love the conversation around resentment and the importance of communication and understanding the pressures on both parents. It's also really inspired me to pull the trigger on something I've been pondering on since having my first two years ago. I've been a career coach for 10 years working with professional athletes, preparing them for the transition out of pro sport with the top three challenges being a loss of identity, change in priorities and financial implications. It's become more and more apparent to me since becoming a mum that those three issues are extremely aligned Mm -hmm. with motherhood too. So what were those? were those three challenges? Loss of identity, change in priorities and financial implications. I mean, that is motherhood in the world, world, isn't it? But you see, athletes are getting this help when they're transitioning from that, where's the where's the ones for mums getting this help in there? That's, mm. uh, so she said, it dawned on me when listening to the episode that on top of mental load associated with babies, children themselves, mums are also bearing the mental load of their own life, career. I felt extremely inspired uh, that I want to do something in this space to support women be able to have it all. So thank you. Funny what inspires you, isn't it? Your podcast wasn't directly about career at all, but it really sparked that in me. Keep up the fantastic work. That's from Kim. Um What do you girls think? uh, Do you get a lot of mums talking about how their career is maybe sidelined? So, oh wow, okay. (laughs) How much time do we have? (laughs) It's tough because also, so my career in radio, I've worked a long time to get to where I am. And then suddenly you do a weighing up of like, whose day is more important? Like when the baby's ill, do I have to go from my job to go and pick him up? Does my boyfriend have to go and get him? It's such a weird thing that actually, the mum is always called first in this situation. And you're the one that immediately goes, well, no, of course I've got to go and get him. But actually, It doesn't have to be that way, right? What do, yeah. What do the mums say? What, what's coming up on orbit? The career one is a big one. You can, you can start. Yeah. (laughs) Like we've had
4: our own personal experience as well. So like mine, after I had my daughter, um, I came back to a completely different world because obviously the pandemic happened. So I came back to a world where we're working from home. No one's in the office. Um, and very quickly it was shown that actually they were making me decide between my daughter and work. Um, but it was fine for the higher ups. and the men who were in the, who had children. But for me, it was like, you know, you're prioritizing your child. And so it just got to a stage for me where it was like, i'm I'm gonna actually have to choose, do I be a mum to my child, or do I work and be an employee? And for me, my child is always going to win. but people shouldn't have to feel forced out of work. And unfortunately, that is a reality for so many women. Like mm. I can't think of one story I haven't heard from months because it's just happened to so many women. Mm. And another thing, um when we're talking about, you know, why can't we call dads? I remember, my partner, he was in um, a morning meeting at work um, and at the time we worked at the same place and um, he was with our daughter. He was doing that morning shift. Um, and I remember hearing his manager on the meeting saying, well, why can't Shanice do it?
2: <gasps> and I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like,
4: Let me give you-, you a few reasons. <laughs> <laughs> What, why do wow, you think that? And to, you? it's one thing to think it but to actually say it out loud yeah, as well I mean. it's like why do you think because I'm the mum that I should be the sole carer yeah. I work as well we literally you, you know that I work here we literally have yeah, the same t- do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean so it's like for you to think that actually that load should be put on me and not him when he's a dad just says so much about what people's mentality are and the way that they believe that actually the mum should be doing everything. They are mm. responsible to do X, Y, Z, and actually the dad just sits in the background and has the fun. Well, actually, no, that's that's not the case and it shouldn't be the case. Yeah. We've got
1: a long way to go, haven't we, for people understanding and being educated into a new way of thinking. And unfortunately, there's a lot of that still there. And we're I feel like we're the generation that are battling it because we're yeah. having our careers. We are trying to raise our children. And there is a breaking point and you found it. We all find it where you just have to go, I just can't do this. But I wonder how it's gonna go in the future. Like how how, how can we make people more aware? How can we make people in the workplace more aware of how they can behave or how they can act with this sort of stuff? Like yeah. your boss saying that, like it,
4: it's bizarre, <laughs> isn't I, it? I, and a lot of it comes from a place of not having their own children, but you shouldn't mm. have to have children to be able to have that empathy and understanding to be actually, do you know what? let him do the morning or X, Y, Z. And even yourself, you had a, an experience with a, a manager yeah. that was a woman, right?
3: Yeah, so I mean, I've had several experiences. <laughs> um, Pick
1: your favorite.
3: <laughs> i I'll say for my partner, um, he kind of experienced the same thing where it was like they wanted him to go into the office um, five days a week. And if he didn't go in, then he needs to basically look for new employment. Um, so when he said, well, I can't go in anyway, Like I work full time, my partner works full time. Like who's gonna look after the child? Uh, It was like, well, why do you wanna be there for all that time? Like coming in when they're asleep is the best part of fatherhood. And his manager was a dad. What? So like there is this (laughs) expectation. Like I feel like for some managers who maybe aren't as involved as fathers, they don't see the need for other dads who want to be involved to be involved, like that's not your job.
1: Maybe the new generation of men coming up underneath mm-hmm. that who are involved more, who are, you know, yeah, uh, part of the everyday mm-hmm. wake ups, the night feeds and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Maybe they will understand a little, I mean, I hope they will. I hope they'll understand mean, yeah, a bit please. more in the future. <laughs> please, come on guys.
3: For me, I feel like the change will come when um, like, when men, it tends to come anyway, was when men are directly affected. Mm. When there are enough men that are like, no, this is not the image of fatherhood that I had. Like, this isn't what I want to do. I want something different. I don't want to just be seen or viewed as like the provider. I want to be an involved parent, um, but work isn't allowing me to do that. I think then like adjustments really will be made because we, we've been facing this problem for, since the beginning of time. Mm. And I feel like now that, yeah, it is really starting to impact. I guess like the new age dads, um, and we're starting to get more of that. And people are more aware of uh, what life could look like. You don't have to just do the nine to five and that be your life. Mm-hmm. Like life can look so different. Your personal life is just as important. Um, yeah, look, hey,
1: you can be happy yeah, if you want to. You can be. <laughs> you can be. <laughs>
3: there's there's yeah. a choice now. There's and a choice. There's no like now. It's not like okay, well, if I if I don't do this, I'll get fired. Like people will leave. Hmm. People have no problem leaving. I think before people were very committed and loyal to their workplace. Whereas now it's like, if this isn't serving me, I have no problem yeah. leaving now. And they don't want that. And so I do feel like it will change, but I, I don't know how quickly it no. will happen
1: and especially cuz not everyone's in the situation where that that's mm. okay for them you know single parents and you know yeah. there's some there's some situations where it's just not possible and they've just got to get through that do you get a lot of dads coming on orbit do you see that much do you see people getting in touch or is that not is it more a mum Based. They're also listeners. They will just yeah, kind of be right. there
4: listening in. And I feel, but I feel like that's a good thing because mm-hmm. I think men should be a part of the conversation mm. so that they can help be at the front line to make mm-hmm. that change. Have so it that, on loud so they yeah, can hear it at least. So that yeah. you can have the understanding because like you were saying earlier, whether you had an experience that truly didn't understand. I've had the same thing with my partner where, I will say something and he just doesn't understand it from my perspective. Mm. So it's like being in those conversations and hearing the um, experiences that we're going through for all these different things can just open their eyes to be like, oh, I don't actually think about that. Yes. Or, oh, now that you've said it. Okay. So that they can actually have the understanding to be like, okay, yes.
1: Yeah. Me- even
3: if they don't agree with it, mm-hmm. even if it's
1: not something they've thought about before, just the awareness of it. Yeah, it is so important. And a
3: lot of the times I think the problems that we face, it's not like a singular issue. It's, I'd say systematic, but like, it is a problem that the majority of moms are facing. Mm -hmm. So when you hear several other women saying the same thing and expressing the same feelings, okay, this isn't personal to me. This is just like, this is the experience. And so I have to be understanding towards it. Um, This isn't an attack on how I am as a partner or how I am as a father, this is is just the experience. So I have to be understanding. And I think like one thing that definitely came up was like, Identity is definitely a big issue with like within motherhood, but fatherhood too. Mm -hmm. Because if there is like, I know for my partner, um, he thought it would be, you know, baby comes home, um, I feed, he changes, but she was waking up every hour on the hour. So if I've already got (laughs) her (laughs) on me, then let me change her. But it got to a point where he was like, okay, she doesn't want the bottle, She just wants the boob. You can change her. I feel useless. Yeah. Like, that's exactly how
4: my
1: partner
3: felt. Yeah, like yeah. didn't and know his place. What do I do now? Like this isn't. No one told me this. Um, I mean, on I a much help? smaller
1: scale, but I guess men are feeling maybe a little bit lied to as well. That they mm. thought it was going to be, you know, my boy gets here, I kick a ball around <laughs> with him straight away, <laughs> you know, like, and then it's like, God, what's all this before it? What's yeah. all this nonsense yeah. that goes on? Yeah, it's brilliant, ladies. Thank you so much, and thank you for doing, you know, making women feel heard, making them feel seen and loved. And there's a place that they can all go to, you know, make them realise that it's not it's not just them going through it. It's an important job. It's brilliant. Would you remind us where they can find it again, please?
3: Do you wanna do
1: the honours? <laughs> Become orbit on
4: Instagram. Um and www.becomeorbit.com.
1: Shanice and Brenda, thank you so much. Thank, thank you so It had so much fun. Oh, yeah, it was
0: <laughs> so much fun. All
1: right, love. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to Mums the Word, the parenting podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. We love to hear from you. Get in touch on WhatsApp where you can send us a voice message for free, even anonymously if you want to, at 075 999 275 37. Or you can email us at Pod. At gmail.com. Ask mums the word pod at gmail.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It all helps. We're going to be back with another episode, same time, same place, next
2: week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.